Well, a little bit of power. A little bit of power. You have dynamic mode. Turbo and supercharge <laughs> an engine. You do Ooh. it all. Wow. Yeah, well, I gotta hang yeah. on to that corner. That's because it's this is maybe the sport, but it's not Are an you SUV. Sport mode? Do, do the sporty mode. That's fine. Sport. They're, they're dynamic. Let's I like do it. I have to go let's through be, eco mode to get to the sport. Let's be super dynamic. Just look for the roads, and that's what you want. You know it. Here's the thing that this has got me thinking about. We are in the Range Rover Sport. Okay. Range Rover Sport SE. This is the dynamic version. So it is. And one up from the base level. So we're kind of middle ground here. But the thing I find fascinating in trucks is in cars, when you use the word sport, you got the sportier version. In trucks, when you use the word sport, mm -hmm. you got the cheaper model. Now this, if you think huh. about it, like Bronco and Bronco Sport, Range oh. Rover and Range Rover Sport. It's the cheaper it one. It is the more accessible version of something. This is really kind of like a decontented current Range Rover that is technically cheaper, but this one still is as specced $100,000. It starts at like eighty. And this is the cheaper, more accessible Range Rover. You didn't get the big boy Range Rover. You didn't get the seven-seater. You got the more accessible lesser. So we got you the sport model, which in truck parlance apparently means cheaper. That's where we're at. <laughs> However, the interesting thing about this version of the Range Rover Sport is that the average person isn't going to know you got the lesser model. This looks and feels like the big boy to the average person, and I would say also to the average buyer. Now, at $100,000, this is still anything but cheap. Let's talk about the upsides here. This does look like the big Range Rover right now. Yeah. It has that big, this was carved out of granite and then covered in leather and is now going down the road feel that Range Rovers have. It has a Range Rover feel, okay. just like Porsches have a Porsche feel. So this is a, a feeling that the people that I know that love it are going to really like this. I want it to handle better because it has sport in the name, <laughs> it has dynamic on the dash, yes. and I spent $100,000. Yeah. And for $100,000, I could buy an awfully dynamic BMW X5 or Porsche Cayenne. Those have clearly a different goal. Those okay. are trying to be not sporty. Actual, those are trying to be, they aren't using the word sport, but they're trying to actually but be sporty and dynamic. Sporty. They are trying to be that, yes. I see. You, didn't, you can't get a Cayenne Sport. I get it now. So you're getting yourself all confused by thinking that that word sport in the world of trucks means sporty dynamic. It, it just confused. means cheaper. It's not dynamic. It isn't. I don't care what the dash says. We know this can off-road. We know this would be fine on a fire road. We know this would be good on more than that if you want to spend your $100,000 by taking it off-road, which you're not going to do. But you could get the, that big commanding captain of industry and I could go anywhere because the Range Rover badge says so. You can get that here for cheaper than the big boy, look like it's the big boy, and only, <coughs> only spend $100,000. And nobody knows? Most people you don't know. Secretly, most people don't know. Got a rangey. Except it's the same, right? It's except the same. for the people that really know Range Rovers, but those aren't the people you're trying to impress anyway. That's true. Just the fact that you have Range Rover across the nose and across the back just means the average ah, plebeians just see Range Rover. They don't oh. know that Sport is lesser. Hmm. Well, there's four flavors of this. There are two at the bottom, the P360 and the P400 version that have three liter inline sixes. This one is 395 horsepower with 406 pound-feet of torque out of your turboed and supercharged inline six. And it has a lot of power. It's got a lot of power. It goes quick. It, it sounds great, too. It does sound good, yes. I really like it. But then above that, there are two more flavors. There's the Autobiography Edition and then the First Edition, which has everything including rear wheel steering mm -hmm. and 
that is $121,000. If you're paying that much for a sport, you see they cannibalized on themselves. They overlapped the base because then you could just go get yourself a real rangy and you wouldn't yeah. have to I'll go, know, but I'll go you one sport off the back with a putty knife. It's pretty much the same engine choices on the bigger one too. It's That's not they've true. got like one variation of each. Like the base engine on this That's you can't true. get in the upper one, but by and large it's the same engine choices. As weird as this sounds, this is the stealth Range Rover buy. Stealth for a underground. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> See, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. But but See. it's it's the it's <laughs> it's the rich person that actually spends their money well. They didn't buy the $200,000 Range Rover. They got the $100,000 okay. Range Rover Sport, and they saved themselves 50%, but they still look like they drive the Range. Yes. So that's why the Sport exists? If you're watching because you want any Range Rover, you need Autotempest.com to search all the car markets and even research dealers. Autotempest helps you search nationwide across all the used car sites, including Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. Plus, you can get email alerts so you never miss a listing. We use it to research for our podcast, to search for crazy road trip cars, and just because we like to dream. And Autotempest can even help with new cars, pricing out the options and getting local dealer quotes. So if you're looking for this, autotempest.com slash everyday can get you the help you need. Autotempest. All the cars, one search. I'm trying to find the purpose here. And the purpose that I have found is in that sport badge. Because mm. the sport badge, in prior generations, it was between the Discovery and the smaller ones and the Defenders and mm. the actual Range Rover. It was like the discounted Range Rover, why did you get it? But this one has so many similarities now to the bigger one that I start to think, this actually might be the choice. But this doesn't feel yeah. decontented or like I cheaped out. It doesn't feel like that in here. Hmm. It just doesn't feel dynamic, which is what you and I think of when you put the word sport on something. I, I'm going to have to rethink. <laughs> You're recalibrating. I know you are. Everything that yeah. I thought about the word sport here because. Yeah, for sure. I just thought this would be dynamic and I went searching for that and I was severely disappointed. <laughs> it's 5,100 pounds. It, it it's, did not go it's well. It's enormous. It's, yeah. <laughs> The air suspension is great and all, but it's not. It's not like it made it. This is, it's got a. It's got a. Oh wow, that's taut. That's really. No, look at the handling. No. And no. 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 Range Rover Sport. Uh, there's a non-equal sign. You are sitting up high. In between those words. There is body roll. There is tilt. It's like whoa, we're doing something now. That that happens. <laughs> but look, think about the buyer though, and there are a lot of buyers out there, and it's not you and me, but there are a lot of buyers out there. It is who, not you and me. That big no. feel is the thing they are drawn to. Sometimes it feels lumbering. Range Rover has always made it feel like it's luxurious, like it's road commanding, even though it's this big. I mean, right here, look, that, that is a lot of I'm body I'm about roll. to grab onto something because... I am hanging on yeah. to the wheel. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. That's not fun. There's a lot of body roll. There's a lot of tip, okay? It's not <laughs> out of control. Mm -hmm. It doesn't do anything weird mid-corner, but you're just aware of the fact you're in this big, high-riding thing that weighs a lot. It's sort of like the 1967 Buick. Okay. Road-hugging weight. It does have road-hugging weight now that you, you have landed Buick the plane there. Good job. That's excellent. Yes. And that was a good thing, apparently. Yes, it was. It stuck to the road. Well, you know of course it. it did because of the weight of the car. Nobody That's... could possibly move it off of its trajectory. It's got road-hugging weight. <laughs> it even looks heavy. I mean, look at yes, the styling. it does. What I've noticed about this is it's uh, kind of a balloon shape, but only from the belt line to the ground. Mm. From the belt line on all Range Rovers, mm. it has to be just a straight line. 
capped off by a roof that is the body color. So the greenhouse has to be black. Mm -hmm. And then the roof really harkens back to how Range Rovers used to be made like in the 60s. Mm -hmm. It was like a cap, like a steel cap on <laughs> top of the Dropped it down. Somebody bolt that down. We got to go to lunch. Kind of. That's where the styling came <laughs> yeah, from. You're but right. there isn't a Range Rover that has a shoulder line that dips or kind of arcs. You're nope. Right. It's you're just right. a slash. Yep. Yep. So this very clean shape, all of the graphics are just that. Look at mm -hmm. the shut lines and the headlights and taillights. They could be any shape. They're just sort of painted on. The grille is just painted on. I mean, it, there's very little sculpting. There's a very subtle little hint of a line that goes along the outside of the shoulder and then drops to the ground. It turns mm. the corner right at the taillight. Very hard to see. It's almost too subtle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It just it's a slab-sided boxy thing, but I, I actually do like how it looks. It looks very purposeful and expensive. And then you get in and the same feeling happens here. Very purposeful and expensive yes. and yes. really high quality materials. And okay, I can see where my hundred thousand dollars went. Except for the seats. Mm. I, th I thought sport. Sport. No. I shouldn't no, no, fall not. into the door when you They're... corner like you just did. I shouldn't fall into the door like have to you know grip onto the armrest here and fear for my life. They're luxury seats. They're, they're not, practically uh, flat. They're 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 what happened very to leathery. Sporty seats. No no. no it's no, no, on no. the back of the truck. I know. Sport. I know. Sporty seats. You, you, We're see, sporty driving. You're, the you're, knob says sport. You're applying actual definitions in English. I'm to applying things. logic. I know. This is to sport <laughs> what the electric Porsches are to turbo. Okay, that they've, helps. They've redefined helps. what the word means. They've they've completely they've thrown it, out. What they've the used word it means. as a trim. They've used it as a trim word, not as an actual definition for what the car does. There I, are no sports cars <coughs> that have the word sport on them. No, no, none. No, it doesn't happen. Only trucks. Yep. I see what you're doing here. Yes. The seats are very comfortable sitting still. These are seats uh, designed for comfort. I mean, I would love to have like 4,000 versions of massage, which I'm sure is an option you could get in this, but it mm -hmm. doesn't really happen in this version. I will say one thing that is really bothering me, like mm. bothering me a lot about this interior, okay. is these armrests. This is a carryover. They're classic. That's the thing. And it's They're a carryover classic. from Range Rover armrests. You can yes. turn this thing and you can set how high it needs to be. Yeah. I understand why they're here from a history perspective of Range Rover. However, here is Fussy my issue. difficult to use? No, no, that's fine. Here's my issue. When you had this no center console world, mm -hmm. these were amazing because you could get them yeah. exactly, they were like the best. You could get them exactly the height you wanted, except we have this now. This <laughs> exists. true. And anywhere you're going to put this, you're not going to like it. You're just going to use the big center armrest thing monster. That's very nice. This is now useless. Yeah. This is here entirely for nostalgia now. To go, look, we're still doing it. Did you see what we did? We still do yeah. the range of armrests. Because put that up here, use this, you'll never miss it. Ever. Range Rover is, in so many yeah. ways, the Rolls-Royce perception in SUVs. Yeah, yeah, People I can see look that. at it that way, okay? So if you want that perception, <laughs> yeah, that's true. why you got the rangy. It does feel very luxurious. There's just a few little things in here. I'm just like, really? And the and the armrests are among it. You know, it's the piano black for me. This yeah, is uh, blinding should. me currently no, it's terrible. because yeah. the sun's bouncing mm -hmm. right off into yeah. my eyes, <laughs> and it gets dirty and scratches and piano black is the worst thing ever. And 
why would you put this in a luxury vehicle? It does not make it more luxurious. It actually looks cheap to my eye. Mm. But I actually do like the curved screen. The I do like the really instrument cool. panel. Yes. You've got two glove boxes. You've actually got a really nice looking steering wheel. It's a haptic fest over there. Excellent screen, not excellent knobs because okay. they do dual purpose, actually triple purpose because you have to push and pull for the function. And I wasn't used to that. And I spent way too long looking at it while I was driving. <laughs> so yes, you've got your temperature, but then if you want to change the fan speed, you have uh -huh. to push once. But then I pushed, I kept going, and I got to the seat heater. Like, no, 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 that's not what I want. I don't need seat heat, it's summer. No, so I kept pulling, and then I tried to pull my way back up out of the menu, and no, I was still on fan. I need to get back to the temperature. And nope, it asks you to push again. And then we're back to the temp. Very not intuitive to use. I understand that the designers wanted to clean up the instrument yeah, panel. Yeah, yeah. It's a very low amount of buttons. But no, that was confusing, <laughs> and it's hard to use and difficult. I, I'm looking, desperately looking for the fan speed. Where is it? And then I notice this tiny little script buried within the knob. Like, there's a little screen. What? I have to push it? Oh, no, sorry. Pull. Pull. <laughs> no? See, you're confusing yourself right now as you use it. Yes. Manual. Oh, whew, I can control the fan speed, finally. I mean, my eyes have been off the road for a long time. Then this other button here, this controls all the settings of the air suspension. Yes. When you push it in and leave it, that turns it into auto, so it uh -huh. auto-detects everything, including waiting. Look, all the circular forms and rectangular forms, those are very comforting and familiar, but I feel like a better interaction could be discovered for this. And then I can't see any of the script because the sun's... Reflecting off the black you, plastic. You can't, you can't, can't actually any read of any of those knobs no. very well, which is the problem. They're counting on you sitting here and playing with it when you first get it and setting it all up the way you, get, you, you like and then learning it. But some of the very best cars do it because it, you can read it easily, you know how it works, and you can instantly always repeat and do the same thing. And as we try to make new and different, we often don't make as easy to use, and I think that's happened here. Pull? I have to pull for fan speed now? A moment ago, it was a push. I'd... You're toggling, my friend. But I... It's not consistent. <laughs> I, I, look, Is it not I, consistent? But Why? you have to also try to read it. You know, it, it's... I have to read it, mm -hmm. and then the text disappears as you use it, and then it comes back. I don't... <laughs> Why don't you drive? Dri driving, driving will make you happier, I think. I, I, I think so. it will. Well, we'll I think see. it will. We'll see. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Sport, not sport, doesn't matter. Just looks like a Range Rover. Nobody's going to know. Nobody will know. Yeah. All right, so the button on the back of the shift knob here is uh, not positioned well for your fingers. It's too high to the top of the shift knob, and it's fussy to use, and it's they're, not very they're, intuitive. They're not expecting you to grab it, Paul. They're expecting you to, to, to just touch it. Just touch it barely. Well, then do the Porsche shifter shaver thing. The, see, that looks terrible, though. This, this suggests that you grip it. I know. The, the, and the, my, the, the my the fingers go it, way down here because my hand it covers that. it. You're right. I get it. I understand. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Good to know. All right. Ooh, powerful. Lots of power. Sounds really good. Range Rover has always been about suspension. Mm -hmm. 
for 30, 40 years, it's always been about air suspension. You think yep. of Range Rover and you yep. think, ha expensive, complex, fussy air suspension. <laughs> you think about how, what kind of condition is the air suspension in? If I buy a What's used Range break? Rover, how's the air suspension? That's question one, for it's sure. even yes. better mm-hmm. for this version. It's It senses so much. It's got so many different settings here through the knob that retracts. Here's, it will set from water fording all the way at 11.1 inches <laughs> of ground clearance really high, yep. all the way to where we are now for dynamic on-road sporty driving. Yep. Not really. But there, it doesn't control the body roll. It controls the damping up and down, sure. but then the body roll left and right, I'm not comfortable in this and I don't want to go fast. Weighing 5,000 pounds, it feels like each corner is 1,000 pounds each. It feels like all the weight is down <laughs> in the air suspension. So nothing about this is about sporty driving. But then wait a minute, we already have a Range Rover above this yes. that is so capable off-road and they know it. So all that system is really on here too for off-roading, but this isn't going to be the one that you're going to take off-roading. Most of these are going to be spent on road and driving well, around. Very and little time. The bigger ones off-road. too though. The, the ones above this are going to well, sure. hang in Beverly Hills and around Harrods sure. in London and they're not yes. going off-road either. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This doesn't know what it wants to be because mm. if you are okay. spending $100,000, I'm going to tell you all day long to choose anything from Ingolstadt, Munich, or Stuttgart. Okay. Every single one of those manufacturers, all four of them, build something that is actually dynamically interesting in a heavy SUV. You're talking Cayennes from Porsche. You're talking the GLE from Mercedes, the X5 X5. from BMW, and who am I leaving out? There's an SQ8. Which is the Mini Urus. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I take that point. So all four of those. Okay, all right. Absolutely, if you want to do driving, which is where most of them live, is on the road. Sure, yeah. Now, if you're buying this and you're going off-road, I applaud you, yes, but then it's too nice. This is not an off-road vehicle. It's almost like Range Rover needs to build something not quite as nice and more functional with all the capability of this, but the interior is really just a hose it out kind of interior. And the Defender is still It's still too nice. nice. But that's what the Defender is for. I suppose so, but it's gotten too expensive and too nice. Okay, that's full throttle. Yeah. 5,000 pounds of kinetic and, energy. And, and more and more, as, as it gets up higher in the rev band, you start to go, oh, that is impressive. It's got good power, but it's, it's a heavy truck. power. Yeah. I mean, you can get the twin-turbo V8. You can yep. get the V8 with this, which I yep. do like. And there is a plug-in hybrid version of this. So, you know, for hundred grand, and you're, you're wanting something like this, all right, you don't need a lot of power. I mean, 395 is still quite a lot, but there's no driving enjoyment to be found. Now... This is running on Michelin X-Ice winter tires, so I will give oh, it at least 50% credit okay. for not handling like we uh, think it I should. I didn't notice that. That's it's swimming. Okay. It's All squishy. Right. Right. But for the most part, you're just going to be doing this everywhere you go. Well, you're not going to... I mean, frankly, you shouldn't buy this for its handling capability. You buy it for the big, heavy, luxurious Range Rover feel, and this does that. And it does it, I hate to say it, at a discount of hundred grand. Yeah, but there's a bunch of other SUVs that will do all that. That's a problem. And they drive really well on road, surprisingly well. I mean, I guess I appreciate it. I... I it's it's an offering in the market. Yes. It doesn't set different uh, standards, I don't think. It's, no, no, It's no, a no. different approach to things. And, you know, if you don't want any of the Germans, okay, this is one of your options. And it is very high-end and very luxurious. There's also something that I noticed about torsional stiffness and how the engineers have claimed a 35% better torsional chassis stiffness for this new sport than the prior version, which makes me think, what, what was it, pool noodles that we built the last one out of? <laughs> 
Thirty-five <laughs> percent is significant. It's a lot, yeah. But over bumps, I've been aiming for bumps. I've been like okay. aiming for. This is how you know it's a press car. Payment. You can do things like aim for bumps in your personal car. You're like get away from the bumps. Yes, we I just dive them. right in. Like, yep. <laughs> let's see what the sp- suspension will do because sure. that's what Range Rover is known for. Yep. For the most part, it soaks things up. Yep. And yeah, it's pretty decent. But then the doors started to creak. I mean, to the oh, point where you're hearing okay. the seals mm. rub a little bit, just mm. a little bit. But that means the doors are moving slightly over the smallest of bumps. I'm not articulating and sure. leaving a wheel sure. over yeah, bumps. Yeah. And I'm hearing the doors creak. Interesting. Okay. So I looked over at the door and then I thought, well, what is this Meridian high-end stereo doing in a very not high-end plastic box? Little things. The deeper I dug, the less impressed I got. Interesting. And that okay. made me really gravitate towards Cayennes. I hate to say it, but Cayennes exist. They so do. do X5s. Yep. I do think that the Cayenne, the X5, and the GLE are really strong competition for this at similar pricing for sure. Yes. Now, I mean, you can you can blow this out to 120, but you can blow those out to 120 for as sure. well. For All sure. of them start around 80 grand and load it up the way you want. They're probably around 100. That is very competitive. You can also go cheaper than this and get into the Genesis GV80, which we like, but I will mm. say actually does feel cheaper than this in interior and in build quality. So that's in there at the lower end of the market, which is also very competitive. This is, you're buying it as an alt. You really are buying it because you don't want one of the Germans and you like True. the Range Rover feel and that's, yes. they've given it to you at a slightly more affordable price. <laughs> affordable. $100,000 is affordable now because you couldn't yeah. afford the big rangey. Because you couldn't get the one that was a quarter million. You got this one. <laughs> no, I like that this is an alt and I like that it exists. I just feel like there's so many features that are just different for the sake of being different. Mm. The door handles are a great example. They're down by my calf. Along they, with they are, they are really low, the door yeah. unlock and lock button yes, they're really low. made out of moonlight chrome. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't see it. And I couldn't. I didn't know how to get out of the car. It wasn't anywhere where my hand fell. I had to reach down. Okay. It's all the alternative the part discovery of the design. Stuff. Yep, for sure. But I like seeing Range Rover Sports more than I like driving. Like, oh, look, okay. that's a yeah, cool looking one. shape. Yeah, it is a cool shape. But my issue is how many people are taking their $100,000 super luxurious rangy off-road they're not they're not this morning a contractor spilled some gravel in the starbucks drive-thru so we better take the rangy take the rangy it rained last night the Uh roads might be damp that's a thing in los angeles well good news it's all-wheel drive in the rangy there you go woohoo